Good day to all our wonderful listeners out there and welcome to this week's episode of To Be Honest with Uncle Chris. I remain your host, Chris Aluta, also known as Uncle Chris. That is Chris with a K. I hope we're all doing good and keeping safe. Do all you can to keep your emotions in check, identify things that inspire you and keep those things alive. Be safe and responsible with your health and your life. Stay in touch with loved ones and don't be too shy to ask for help from support system you have while you also make yourself a support system to others. Today we're looking at how to cultivate psychological safety in the home. Last week, we made an attempt to answer the question, who is responsible for psychological safety in the home? We established that it's the responsibility of every member of the family with either dad or mom leading. Today, we're focusing on how we cultivate psychological safety in the home. Remember, we had defined psychological safety to be an environment where people believe that candor is welcomed. Another word for candor would be honesty, truthfulness, and sincerity, just to mention a few. We also expanded the definition of psychological safety in the context of the home, to be a home where all the family members or stakeholders in the family believe that sincerity, truthfulness, or honesty is welcome at all times. This is what the atmosphere at such a home would be, the perception and all. So every member of the family knows for sure that in our home, we are safe to bring out our victories, our setbacks, our scandals, our struggles, secrets, and so on. With the assurance that the information shared and opinions given will not be used against us in any way. Rather, it will serve as feedback with which the family channels her effort towards a stronger family bond. The home becomes our safest place to make sincere mistakes, a place of grooming and nurturing of teens and their self-esteem. So how do we cultivate psychological safety in the home? How do we ensure that the atmosphere at home is one that discourages apathy? and encourages an atmosphere of love, trust, and sincerity, which are good ingredients for establishing psychological safety in the home. Here are a few suggestions. Number one, own your mistakes. Every member of the family should always be willing and ready to own their mistakes, starting from the father to the mother and the children. How we treat each other after an apology has been tendered for a genuine mistake is very important. To create and maintain an atmosphere of psychological safety in the home, everyone should be willing to own their mistakes and make an effort to show that they are doing all they can to build back any broken bridges their mistakes may have caused. Parents should take the lead and be very honest admitting mistakes they may have made towards their children and themselves. There is no perfect family on earth. 
any family that presents themselves to be perfect are only pretending for the cameras. I recall few occasions where I've had to apologize to my children and the way it helped shape the atmosphere in the home. Same for each time I've had to genuinely apologize to their mom and when she's had to do the same. Dear friends, we are in the 21st century where it's okay for a man to say, I'm sorry. These are not the times where our own parents raised us up with the don't ask, don't tell, don't complain, don't question, and all the other cliches. The notion that parents are not to apologize to their children is one of the major reasons why some homes are seen as a place to just pass time and not a place of grooming, mentoring, love, and trust. Kids know when parents tell lies. Own your mistakes. Don't be ashamed to be vulnerable with your family. This goes for every member of the family. If you want others to be vulnerable to you, first be vulnerable. Number two, create and maintain a feedback channel that is seen to be safe for all. Every member of the family must be seen to be willing to create and maintain a feedback channel that is safe for all to use and not feel scared about it. Yes, the father leads, but all must be involved in establishing the channel and its integrity. Feedback that tells the active player the truth, no matter how uncomfortable it may sound, with the right motive and in an atmosphere of love. We're not always going to get this right, but the right attitude, especially for those of us who want our homes to be a home where psychological safety is present, we have to constantly put in the work. So sometimes parents should have a no hose bad meeting with their children, where whatever they say about their parents and their style of parenting will not be used against them in any court of law. Rather, it will be treated as feedback for mom and dad to work on. This also applies for the children to the parents as well at home. Number three, ask the right question and find common ground. As a parent or the teen in the family, ask questions and make an effort to bring all dissenting conversations to a conclusion that is a win-win for all. If you want to create a home where psychological safety is present, then make sure you ask the right questions, making effort to bring dissenting conversation to a conclusion where everyone is satisfied with the final decision. For example, things like dad having to ground the kids for staying out late or not doing their homework and questions around why the homework was not done should be asked and answered. When punishment is to be administered, the recipient should be made well aware of why they are being punished, which understanding will help prevent a reoccurrence of the offense. It's all about standard honesty, sincerity, and candor. And this won't happen in a day. Don't punish, don't punish child A for doing something wrong. And when it comes to child B, your favorite, you shift the goalpost without any explanation. This will break the trust in the house and can lead to 
apathy. If you must do this, bring your reason and discuss it. The goal here is the loving unity of the family unit and it's not who is the most loved, liked or the most intelligent in the family. Ask the right questions. Don't react to questions as if you have just been insulted and bring every dissenting conversation to an amiable conclusion. Number four, be vulnerable and allow room for others to express themselves. Now, this is similar to the first point, owning your mistakes. Parents who are very real and allow themselves to be vulnerable to their kids will set the tone for the kids to always feel safe to share their own weakness in the home and not outside. I remember once one of my daughter lost out in a competition in school. I knew how hard she had prepared for that competition and when I heard she lost, I knew I had to show up for the pickup on time as she would really need a safe place to cry. When I saw her in a class and she smiled at me and we walked down the car, I asked how her day was and she said fine. The moment we got in the car away from all her schoolmates, my girl started crying. I told her it's fine, that it's a safe place to cry. I will join her in this crying because it hurts me too and we comforted each other. We moved a step closer that day in our father-daughter relationship. As I always say, I'm not a reservoir of knowledge and this is not a case of one cap fits all. So I'm sure some of my listeners may have some wonderful suggestions they can add to the ways in which one can cultivate psychological safety in the home. Please, we would love to hear from you too. Do join this conversation by sending me a direct message through any of my social media handles, Teen Mentor on Twitter, Chris Aluta on Facebook, the Chris is with a K, TBH with Uncle Chris, one word on Instagram, and Teen Mentor Daisy on YouTube. I'm afraid this is all we can take on this topic. Thank you for listening and please send me any feedback regarding our podcast. Do let us know any areas of improvement you would love to see and let us know if our podcast has been a source of inspiration to you in any way. Yes, your feedback will be highly appreciated. Again, thank you for listening. Please stay safe, stay strong and don't stop praying. Until I come your way again next week, Friday, God bless you and Goodbye.